Look, bitch, I accidentally cut off my hand. I don't give a fuck about jurisdiction. What up, P-Silly listeners? Welcome back or to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously. The Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo-thang, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the podcast where we like to shoot the shit and discuss a variety of awesome and a plethora of what-the-fuck moments. Now, if you're new here, I appreciate you for stopping by and joining in on the silly with me today. Welcome, welcome. Make sure you guys take a look at the uh, the titles of my past episodes, and you'll see that I cover a lot of fun topics here. I've got true crime stories that don't always end in murder, paranormal experiences, serial killers, and more. A variety of the sorts, if you will. So subscribe to this podcast and join in on the silly every Friday. So, all right, guys, this is the part where I share what's new with me. Nothing at all, honestly. I'm just working my ass off as usual, per the use. Well, okay, no, I I did have uh, an interesting and amazing margarita that I made the other day. It was actually a Corona Rita. It was delicious. It is a margarita with a Corona beer inside. It's great. You put the whole bottle in that bad boy. It was was great. I did it for a National Margarita Day the other day, and I definitely experienced a non-sober moment. (laughs) I was litty. Also, um, in other news, I, I, I gotta say this, and I'm sure a lot of you agree with me. Some of you disagree with me most likely, and some of you could give two shits, but I'm I'm just, I'm sick of Kanye West on my social media feeds. I've had enough. Uh, where can I get off this ride? <laughs> Shit, you know, but like, he is everywhere. Like, I get it, man. You, you miss your family. I understand. But the things that he's been doing on social media, it's not the best way to, to get, you know, to, to achieve that goal, if you will, you know. But, um, but for real though, he has not been right since his mother passed away. I mean, my guy has been going through it nonstop since, since then, you know, and also I got to say this, I I don't know, Pete Davidson must have a huge one because he gets the finest women fresh out of relationships so fast, (laughs) but you know what? He's, he's a fun dude. He's a fun dude. And these models and actresses have to be on like all the time. You know what I'm saying? And Pete. He comes around and you going bowling, man. You're going to have some pizza. He might even take you to play some laser tag. I don't know. You know, but I do know that this dude is fun and seemingly sweet. And after the emotional roller coaster of being with someone like Kanye West, who has a lot going on emotionally and mentally, Pete Davidson is just easy. He's fun. You know what I'm saying? That's my guess there. Maybe he can cook. Yeah, you know, and he's not that bad to look at. He, 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 he's, he's cute in a in a weird way. If that makes any sense, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying it is what it is. But he does seem like he's a lot of fun, and he seems like he's a sweet guy. But you know, keep your ex girlfriends and ex wives away from that motherfucker because <laughs> when he walk in the room, it's over. <laughs> it's done. Anyway, shout out to my uh, non skippers. Uh, that stay and listen to my blah, blah, blah corner, and apparently a Kanye and Pete corner. (laughs) So let's get on with the show, shall we? So last week, 
we talked about a few random things. Okay, we got a guy who carried around a severed finger, a boss who was a complete asshole, and a, a quote unquote uh, body rolled up in, 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 in carpet. Just just a body rolled up in carpet. Twas quite the episode. Twas yes. And now. <laughs> If you haven't already, check that episode out and be sure to subscribe to this podcast because I post every Friday and you you never know what the topic is going to be, but you do know it'll be interesting. That's that's what I provide here. Interesting at the very least. <laughs> today, today we uh, we have another fun episode, obviously, because you're here and um, it's something that just kind of popped in my head. I was I was listening to the podcast Criminal. And she was, she was talking to, this is like a 2015 episode. It was old as shit, but she was talking to a guy who was a professional diver, uh, for the police department. And he just goes to like random places, you know? And I knew that that a job like that existed, but I never really thought about it. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of, it, it, it kind of inspired the show, the show episode, uh, topic here, you know? And, uh, what it's going to be guys is jobs that people never knew existed or just really don't think about. I'm pretty sure you saw that from the title that you read when you clicked play, but, but anyways, there are a lot of jobs out there that I had no idea was a thing, you know? And I thought to myself, my listeners are going to want to hear this random information, but not only jobs that I didn't know was a thing, jobs I just never even heard of. You know what I'm saying? Jobs I never even thought would exist. It's interesting. So before we get started with today's silly episode, I'd like to ask you guys to give this podcast a five star and written review on whichever platform that you're using, especially if you're listening with Apple Podcasts because their reviews carry a lot of weight. And Spotify also, guys, has joined in the uh, the reviewing game. So you can actually leave podcast uh, reviews there. You can uh, leave five stars there at the very least. And, uh, you know, so going over there, shoot me a five star. Go ahead. It's all right. It's cool. <laughs> and as always, check out the podcast Instagram uh, page at It's Pro Silly. I-T-S-P-R-O-S-I-L-L-Y. I post photos pertaining to my episodes there. And sometimes I post some other random things there. So don't miss out on that. Okay, let's uh, let's go on with the show. How about that? Let's Let's get going. So I wanted to share something with you guys that's super exciting. Recently, a company by the name of Vance Global reached out to me and they wanted me to try their products. Vance Global is a Milwaukee-based CBD joints and hemp manufacturer. Vance Global is providing us with a safer alternative to smoking tobacco products. And they have even created recently the most potent CBD cigarette out there that Delta 8. So if you are interested in CBD cigarettes or you're interested in an alternative to smoking tobacco products, this is for you. And Delta 8, oh, guess what? They've got gummies now too, and they are amazing. I I ate a couple of them and uh, I had an amazing night's sleep. My mind shut off and I dozed. Goodbye anxiety and hello sweet dreams. So check out their Instagram at Vance Global and take a look at the merchandise. And if you see something that you want, that you want to purchase, make sure you go ahead and use the coupon code SMILES, all capital letters, S-M-I-L-E-S, the word SMILES, 
to get 20% off your purchase. Once again, the coupon code is SMILES to get 20% off your purchase. Vance Global! I'll be sure to post the link down below in the show notes, and you can go ahead and click and start your shopping for your CBD, cigarettes, and or gummies, and more today. That's my like sexy radio voice. I, I got, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. So anyways, guys, that was awkward. It's Black History Month. It is. And last year, I shared some black history facts at the beginning of each of my February episodes. And I, I want to keep that going. This is pretty cool because I'm learning a lot as I'm researching things to tell you. I'm having a blast. So this week, I'm going to tell you about Marion Anderson. All right. Now, Marion was the first African-American singer to perform at the White House. And she was also the first African-American to sing with New York's Metropolitan Opera. So she was, she was doing the damn thing, y'all. Yes, get it, Marion. <laughs> so she was uh, born February 27th, 1897 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She had two sisters and she was the oldest of the three. Now, this is, this is something like, it's kind of interesting. It kind of makes you think. But when she was six years old, she joined the choir at the Union Baptist Church. Y'all, at six years old. At that age, I was probably, I don't, I don't know, eating Play-Doh or something like that. Mm, tastes like boogers. <laughs> they were always kind of salty. Is that just me? The Play-Doh? All right. I, I just remember being salty. Anyways, I... <laughs> I definitely should have stepped up my game at six. I just, I wasn't doing the, the great stuff that she was, you know? So uh, anyways, Marion's dad really supported her interest in music, like heavily, wholeheartedly. He even bought her a piano when she was eight years old. And because her family couldn't afford lessons, Marion taught herself to play. Like she taught herself to play the piano. Damn. That's awesome. Like as a child taught herself how to play a prodigy, this, this lady prodigy as a child gotta be. So she, uh, she showed so much commitment and talent that her choir along with her church came together and raised about $500 so that Marion could train under Giuseppe Bogatti or Bogetti. And I don't know how to say, it. I, I, I'm surprised I figured out Giuseppe. <laughs> and from what I understand, uh, Giuseppe was an amazing voice teacher. Anyway, so she studied with, with uh, Giuseppe for about two years, and she even got the opportunity to perform at Carnegie Hall in 1928. Now, that performance helped her get the opportunity to tour through Europe, which is dope. Because, you know, traveling is expensive. I don't care what decade you do it in. It's, it's, it costs money shit <laughs> she got to do that shit for frizzle anyways <laughs> she uh she did get the opportunity to uh, perform at the carney hall like i said and she got it and that opened up a, uh, an opportunity to tour through europe so when the 1930s rolled up marion was famous worldwide yeah she was even invited by president franklin d roosevelt and his wife eleanor roosevelt to perform at the White House, y'all. This made her the first African-American 
ever to get such an invitation. Y'all, I had I had no idea about any of this until I researched it for this episode. This woman is so inspiring. I cannot, or I can, I will. <laughs> Shit, you know. Now, I'll tell you what, there was a downside to her career. The downside to Marian Anderson's career is like the United States, they just wasn't ready for her awesome. Well, the white folks weren't. They weren't ready for her awesome. Okay, because this 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 was this was the early 1920s and 30s. So white folk young, they wasn't feeling us, you know. Anyways, in 1939, I'm I'm saying that like y'all didn't know. Did you know that racism was a thing? Yeah, it's it's brand new. It just happened. (laughs) Anyways, in 1939, her manager tried uh, to get her a performance at Washington D.C.'s Constitution Hall. But the owners told them that there were no dates available, which was, let's be honest, it was complete bullshit. They wouldn't let her perform there because she was black and their place was supposed to be for white performers only. So what had happened was word got out about what happened and people were fucking pissed. They were livid, which I, I gotta say, that be it being the 1930s, I am shocked to find out that so many people were bothered by this of all races, you know, and, and, and racism today is fucking out of this world, you know, but I know in the 30s shit was even more insane. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, it, it, it makes me smile to know that so many people were furious about this even then, you know what I mean? So Eleanor Roosevelt had heard about this and she reached out to Marian Anderson and asked her to perform at the Lincoln Memorial on Easter Sunday. Yeah, there were over 75,000 people there to watch her perform. Not to mention, it was a live broadcast, so there were also millions of people listening on their radios. Yeah, this is, yeah, radios were a real big thing back then, guys. It was. (laughs) Big, big thing. And, And thank God it was, because now... It's led to podcasts so I can have my own radio show. Isn't that dope? Yeah. Yeah, technology. I like it. So anyways, <laughs> there were a lot of people watching her performance. And now I saw this performance on YouTube and it was amazing. So make sure if you get a chance, you guys take a look at her performance when you can. You can just type in uh, Marian Anderson and then bing, bam, boom. <laughs> performance, performance Easter Sunday. It'll, it'll pop up. It's not hard to find. All right. So um, that's really dope. So she performed this is this is the cool part she performed one of the cool parts all of it is she performed the national anthem at president john f kennedy's inauguration in 1961 then just two years later president kennedy honored her with the presidential medal of freedom what this is so cool (laughs) it's so cool so in 1991 the music world honored her with a Grammy award for lifetime achievement. Y'all that's, that's big. Both of those uh, awards and medals are big, bro. Cause I don't, I don't have e- either one of those. Do you? Shit. <laughs> Happy black history month, everyone. So let's go ahead and get on with the show. All right, so this first one is definitely interesting. I've I've never even considered it before as a job. Like it's so random. Okay, but let's talk slot machines. Yes, 
Yeah, slot machines like the ones you see in in casinos, right? See, those inviting subtle sounds and music that the slot machines make was actually designed and composed. Yeah, Music Man 702, that's his username, uh, shared this on BuzzFeed. And by the way, I'll be referencing uh, to this article, referencing, I said that weird. I'll be referencing this article, which uh, several times today, which was written by Christopher Hudspeth. I think that's how you say his name. And the name of the title is, uh, people are sharing the jobs they've had that nobody knows exist. And it's pretty eye-opening. It's a long ass title, but it did catch my eye. So yes. So anyways, Music Man 702 shares this on BuzzFeed.com and it reads, I compose music and design sound effects for slot machines. I live in Vegas, but still few people outside the slot industry know my job exists. Makes a bit of interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, (laughs) I'll say. Also, slot industry. Oh, that sounds so... That's what she said-ish, you know? <laughs> but that's just like a random, awesome job. I just never really thought about it. I mean, I just, when I see a slot machine, I either use them or I don't. You know what I'm saying? But they, they can either make your day or bankrupt you. It depends on <laughs> what your luck is that day. You know, if Lady Luck is chilling with you or she is, uh, or she ghosting your ass. You know what I'm saying? But it makes sense that that job would exist. I mean, okay, look at video games. Look at video games. The music and the sounds that are made from them or for them, excuse me, are amazing when you think about it. Because it, it like the sounds, it goes with the movements you're seeing. Like it's a lot of work. They're composing something when you think they're really do like that's a lot of work and it's tedious. It has to be, you know, so that's that's kind of dope that that people that jobs like this exist and it makes complete sense, complete sense. And I never really thought about it. So does um. Does anyone else feel like using a slot machine? Because I, I just, I feel like gambling all of a sudden. I just want to, I just want to play the slots, you know? <laughs> all right. So this next one is something I also never, never knew existed, never thought of, but it's interesting and it pays pretty well. Apparently, uh, a professional bridesmaid. Yeah, you heard right. A professional bridesmaid. Thank you, INC.com, for this gem of a rand- of random ass information. <laughs> also, shout out to Peter, I'm, I'm assuming it's Gaska, for, uh, for writing, the, writing the 18 jobs, 18 crazy jobs you probably did not know existed article on the INC.com website. So, professional bridesmaids. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> when you, now when you think about it, you break it down. All right, that job sounds awesome, and let me tell you why. Okay, there's a lot of perks. I love a job that comes with perks and incentives. Those are the best jobs. You get paid well, and you get perks. Okay, first of all, if you are a professional bridesmaid, you get free food, free drinks, and they pay you for it. <laughs> sounds great to me. If it's edible and it's free, I'm down. You understand? That's my favorite food, free food. That's what I, mm-hmm, yep. Now, I also imagine if it's a destination wedding, they probably they probably provide your travel and uh, that, that would definitely be in my contract as a professional bridesmaid, just in case. Like, listen, if you're getting married in Jamaica and shit, I'm not, 
I'm 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 just not paying my way there and back. That's not coming out of my payment. You will be will be providing that. You'll be providing my place to stay. <laughs> All of that. You damn right. <laughs> it's not my fault you ain't got no friends to be your bridesmaid, bitch. You got to pay for it, boo. All of it. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It's like being an escort, but you don't have to have sex with anybody or nothing. You know, this is dope. I love it. So hanging out with people Hanging out with people that you don't know, uh, making a speech about people you don't know. I mean, you can even set your own rates. It's just, it's just a fun improv time. You ask me now, this article says that they probably get paid from 400 to $1,000 per event. Now you can probably charge more or, or even offer packages or whatever you want to do. Like for instance, like speeches or, or making toast. That's extra. Sounds good to me, especially the free food. Okay, shit. Let me tell you something. I would definitely put that in the contract as well, that I also get to take uh, some extra food home should they have some leftovers. And if there's no leftovers and you you sign me up for the chicken, then you signed me up for two or three chickens, bitch, because I think ahead. Okay, I'm gonna need to eat later. <laughs> oh, man, I should... I should be a professional bridesmaid, except I don't know how to wear heels. That is my secret. That's not really a secret. I am just horrible in heels. I don't even own a dress. <laughs> so I I can do themed weddings to figure out this costume thing. Oh, a zombie wedding? Yeah, I'll be your bridesmaid. No problem. I'll just get some some uh, flesh to fall off my face, some, some stage blood, and we'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's another one also coming from inc.com. Now, I just, I never really thought about this one. Not once did this ever cross my mind. A fortune cookie writer. Yeah, the person responsible for what we read after we overeat. <laughs> Those little messages in our fortune cookies. Uh, they they get paid some pretty pretty good money too by the way these fortune cookie writers okay we, we talking between thirty eight thousand and seventy eight thousand dollars a year what the entire fuck that is a lot of money like to write a sentence or a phrase especially these days because fortunes inside the cookies aren't as great as they used to be. You know, they they used to really just like say some like profound shit, Confucius shit. You know what I'm saying? Is that they need to lower the, their salary for these whack ass shit that they write now because it's the most generic bullshit. Like shit, like the greatest the greatest risk is not taking one. What the fuck? Or or um, after you eat, you hunger no more, or just just stupid shit like that. Like stuff like duh. You know. <laughs> It's like, why are they getting paid so much money? Whoever, okay, they should be paying, they should be paying, like, get paid by tips or some, or, or paid with, with free lunch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Now, I did come across this. This is, this is really interesting. If you go to fortunecookiemessage.com, you can apparently submit fortune cookie messages. Not to mention, you can also submit the lotto numbers and some Chinese words with a translation. You know, all of that usually comes with the fortune cookie message. That's dope. Like you can submit the whole nine. Now, I don't, I don't think they pay you though. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. Also the site isn't secure. So, you know, 
use it at your own risk. But it is kind of kind of cool to know that. I don't know what happens if if they actually use it. Do they email you with like a box of cookies with your message? Like, how do you know that they used it? Do they do they tell you? I'm just I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot that I don't know. I didn't look too hard into it. But if that is something that you uh, are interested in, once again, the website is fortunecookiemessage.com. And apparently it is a, a great job to have. <laughs> Easy as fuck. And you get all this money. Sound good to me. This one, this one is, is a short one. And it's also coming from the BuzzFeed article that I mentioned before. Uh, it's, it's a short one, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a good thing that someone like this exists, that this is actually a job. I'm going to butcher their username, but it's Azarafiel, I don't know, 60. I don't know how to say it, but anyways, they share their job and it reads, I attempt to read addresses on mail that machines can't like that's, that's, that's all they do. Like they stare at bad handwriting all day and they get paid for it. I, I, (laughs) I just never even thought about that, but I'm glad that that job exists. Otherwise, a lot of people will be missing out on a lot of mail. Because some people, listen, some of them just have really shitty handwriting. Like, I mean, just, just, in, just illegible. You can't, it's, is that the right word? I'm trying to sound smart. I feel like that's the right word. Now, listen, <laughs> I will admit though, I am one of those people. I have a, I have, oh my God, my handwriting is so bad. It's so juvenile. Who, who wrote this? A 12 year old? No, I'm in my thirties. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? Thank God for iPhones and text messages and you know technology. I don't have to write as much anymore. Thank God. <laughs> now, I, I bet, I bet you did not know this one existed. BuzzFeed, once again, with a good one. Uh, username, and by the way, I must say, I love the username so much. Okay. Uh, the username is PM me your booty girl. PM me your booty girl. Yeah. Like that's, that's the name of it. As if there's underscores between all the words, PM underscore me underscore your underscore booty underscore girl. (laughs) What a glorious creative username. Anyway, they shared one of their past occupations and it reads, I used to be an E911 call tester. I'm guessing that means emergency, the E. I used to be an E911 call tester for a large service provider in the U.S. I literally drive cell tower to cell tower calling 911 to make sure that it routed to the correct emergency services. You'd be surprised by how many times that it failed. I mean, did you know that was that, that was a job that existed? Have you even, even thought about it, about that at any point of your life? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Also, he's wrong. I'm not surprised at how many times it failed. Shit, it's hard to get the cops to show up even if, if even if it didn't fail. They clearly need to hire more people to do this job. Because let me tell you what, it's annoying as fuck when you call 911 and the operator has to transfer you to another district or give you a number to call yourself. Like, bitch, I accidentally cut off my hand. I don't give a fuck about jurisdiction. <laughs> Oh, that got dark pretty quick, but you know, it is what it is. Last, but certainly not least, BuzzFeed.com, once again, 
is with us and they're closing us out with, uh, with people who recover abandoned trucks. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, Smites fan, that's the username. They share their job on buzzfeed.com and it reads trucking companies employ people who recover abandoned trucks and cargo. Apparently truckers will just be like, fuck it and leave their trucks and trailers on the side of the road. These companies pay pretty well and you are on call 24 seven, but they fly you all over the country to retrieve their stuff. Now, I, I never really thought about this job either. I, I see, I mean, I see trucks or their trailers on the side of the road all the time, whether or not they'd been abandoned, I can't tell you, but I'm sure a few of them probably had been because you know, I got, there are some truckers out there who, who don't like their pay or their work hours or their supervisor or the company they work for or the owner of the truck or whatever the reason may be, uh, but they will walk out and leave your shit on the side of the road. Okay. Like a disgruntled ex throwing all your shit out the window into the street. I'm telling you it exists, man. I mean, okay. At least he gets to travel for free for out of state work. That's kind of cool. But 20 on call 24 seven, like, when are you supposed to be able to get drunk? You're not ever off. That's too much work. I don't have time for it. <laughs> I also don't have, uh, the, uh, any idea on how to drive a big ass truck. So it's, it's not a job for me, but that, I didn't know that was, that was a thing. So that's, you know, we, we learned a lot today. We learned a lot today. If there is anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's there is someone behind everything we experience, no matter how small. And when you think about it, that's pretty dope. Now, there is money in everything, y'all. Everything. So go get that bag. I want to hear no excuses. <laughs> Professionally silly life rules, people. I want to go ahead and shout out Wikipedia for a few of the facts that I shared about Marian Anderson as well as biography.com for some of the information that I found. She was and is an inspiring woman. So thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I tell you, I'm glad that you're here with me. I post a new podcast episode every Friday. So definitely be sure to subscribe to this podcast on whichever platform that you're using. That way you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Also, do your girl a favor. Yes, and leave me a five-star and written review on this podcast for you know whichever platform that you're that you're using. I know it doesn't seem like much, but is extremely helpful for your for your favorite podcasters out there. Leave reviews even if you just click that five star button for your favorite podcasters and and uh, help out their help out their show for free. It don't cost you shit. Just boop, you're done. <laughs> you know. Check out the podcast Twitter and Instagram at it's pro silly and of course check out the professionally silly pod group on Facebook and feel free to post anything. Honestly, it's a lot of fun. As long as you're not an asshole, you're welcome there. We, we do have a good time there. And if you want to join in on the silly and you have any stories or experiences that you want to share, email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. It can literally be about anything as long as it's interesting. And there's a good chance that your story could inspire an entire episode topic. So send those in. You can also leave me a message on the anchor app or my Google voice number, which is 805-664-1828. And uh, leave me a voicemail or a text message there. And I'll put you in the podcast unless you say otherwise. 
please let me know because I would love to hear from you guys. Once again, the number is 805-664-1828 and all that information is down in the show notes as well. And once again, guys, I'm so glad for those of you who come back and chill with me every week. I'm glad that you're here. And if this is your first time listening, I hope that you decide to come back and join me every Friday as we get professionally silly. Now, make sure you guys go ahead and check out the show notes for some bonus information, like my social media stuff. I've included my link tree, which has all the links to my most used social medias and platforms, TikTok, Instagram, both of my YouTube channels and more all in one spot, including my cameo. So if you are looking for a shout out or a personalized video message from me for my professionally silly ass, you can find me on cameo at Amber Smiles Jones. And uh, that, that link is down below in the show notes, or at least it's in the link tree as well waiting for you. So for those of you that are interested in writing or sending me things, my P.O. Box is Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. You can send me anything you want and I'll open it right here on the air and uh, maybe, but I'll definitely, definitely be posting a video of the unboxing on my YouTube channel. That's where I love to do it so you can kind of see it and enjoy it with me. That'd be fun. Once again, it's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Enjoy the silly while you can and come take it seriously with me every Friday night right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. <laughs>